Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast. Chad is off today. And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics. A quick rundown of today's events, and Dave, there's there's a number of them. I like leaving some of these alone because they're just, you know, a target-rich environment that we don't need to go there. <laughs> Such as today is National Scavenger Hunt Day. National Scavenger Hunt Day. That sounds something like something my wife would want to do. Um, I am, um, yeah. I, th- that is always something I've never participated in one of those scavenger hunts. Um, and I don't go to the escape rooms just because I'm worried that I won't be smart enough to figure it out. But I kind of like scavenger hunt. Yeah, I'd probably get sued for busting through the drywall. Uh, I'll show you how to escape. (laughs) (laughs) National Wyoming Day. Uh, Was there as a child, has not visited as an adult. National Wyoming Day. Never been there. I hear it's really windy all the time. Yeah, was there as a kid. Um, Just so that, that Chad feels good that I pick foods that I don't like. Today is National Escargot Day. Escargot. Yeah, I can live with it or without it. I mean, it's okay. I think it's mostly always the garlic butter sauce that makes anything taste good. <laughs> How about the National Yucatan Shrimp Day? Well, because there's another thing I don't eat. I'm allergic to seafood, so it's just off the table. Yeah, yeah. I don't shrimp even guy? know what Yucatan shrimp is. Yeah, I like shrimp. Shrimp from the Yucatan Peninsula, I probably believe. So and one that big we, or is it little or is it yeah i don't know this was chad's job and just filling in you know he, he failed us <laughs> chad you failed <laughs> i think he really wanted to be here but uh, i bet we did situations don't disappointed. always allow yeah. yep uh here's something that <clears throat> you and i can talk about it is national brothers day oh yeah there we go we are like brothers of it from another mother. Absolutely. Brothers in arms, too. Yeah. Um, plus, we both have natural biological brothers. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have two. How many How many do you have on the brother tree? Well, um, one, two. The fact that I have to count three, four. Four. Okay. Four. Four brothers. One has passed away, uh, but four brothers. Uh, um so I used to be able to play a game called My Brother's Bigger Than Your Brother All Day Long. Uh, some of our more mature listeners might remember a show called uh, Grizzly Adams, where there was oh, a yeah. big guy with a beard and a hat, and he had a bear for a friend. Our brother looked just like the bear. <laughs> Not Grizzly Adams. He looked like the flipping bear. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I could play that game all day long, but like yeah. You're going to beat at me, I'll get your brother. I know your brother's not that big. Well, what about my other brother? Well, you know, he's pretty big, but not big enough. Well, how about the next one? Uh oh. You get to the, to the top one. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my father. He's only six foot tall, but he has a size 15 ring. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> if <laughs> you don't know what that is, looks like. <laughs> yes. Which is really funny. I have brothers who are really tall and take after my mom's side of the family who are really big, tall. Guys, and I, I'm on that line too. But my dad was like five five. My mother was taller than my father, so it's always kind of funny. As you know, my brother Rich takes up to my dad, but my oldest brother, man, he's he's. Yeah, I could play that game all day long. So, 
And the plus side, he was like 16, 17 years older than me. So, I mean, you had your automatic adult hitman brother to take care of the bigger kids. <laughs> that means he, you you were the punching dummy until he got there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, we're not talking about inter-family fights. And there was, you know, you know the, the strongest survived. But that external stuff, that was something else. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. My, my older brother pummeled me a number of times. So... <laughs> good training good training yeah yeah so um a couple of things coming up this week um uh, normally we would want to talk about how to measure success on day like today but uh i think the measure for today is uh memorial day weekend is coming up uh, most people will be uh cutting out on friday early from work and then they're going to want to do something for friday saturday sunday monday is memorial day they're going to travel and uh there's a couple of things we like to talk about <laughs> during these holiday weekends if you decide to travel or drive um, that you're well rested before you get on the road and 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 start driving, so that um, you're not tired and fatigued. You work a full day Friday, and then you get on the um, the road and you want to drive through the night trying to get home. It's just you know, fatigue driving is equal to drunk driving um, for loss Agreed. of coordination and focus. Um, so if you're going to go out and drive, make sure that uh, this week and make sure that you are well rested um, and in the right state to do that. And, I, and I'll I'll be frank with you, I'm. This is the weekend where I like to hunker down and do nothing, but my wife will be getting on the airplane and flying away for the weekend. So, um, well, just remember, fair, fair. don't don't drink if you're going to drive, and don't drive if you're going to drink. Yeah, what they used to tell us in the army. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What was that first sergeant Crumpler? Crumpler. Yeah. We'll give we'll give him a uh, we'll give him Not a shout out. If first sergeant. Yeah. If, if first sergeant Crumpler is still alive, then hey, hey buddy, uh, first sergeant. <laughs> You gotta drink was, and drive. Don't drive and drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was a, he was one of those guys that out, on Friday, whatever he said, don't do this, man. On Monday, there would be somebody in jail or in the hospital because they did exactly what he said. He was just phenomenal with that. So <clears throat> the other thing we talked about fatigue, and Dave just mentioned drunk driving. Any any alcohol in your system at all is too much alcohol in your system, uh, even though our, our legal intoxication limit is 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 set by statute. Um, Driving with less than that alcohol concentration can still impair you and leave you in a bad situation and hurt yourself or somebody else. Sure, uh, the probably, way other people, uh, the way other people drive, you know, you don't want to dull your reflexes, right? Because the other guys oh, yeah. are always bad drivers. Absolutely, um, you know, your senses are dull because you've had a drink, and the other person is 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 distracted for whatever reason, um, and they cross into your lane. Your reaction time is slow. You're still in it. Um, uh, and that comes yeah, to the uh, next one distracted driving right so the kids are yelling and screaming mm -hmm. in the backseat because they're excited to go to grandma and the big brother's picking on the little brother we just talked about that one and <laughs> you know dad yelling don't make me pull this car over and you know don't turn around um pull the car over and then have some words yeah with the children yeah, don't don't turn around um don't look at your phone uh Bring a navigator with you. We used to call him the co-pilot, you know. Mm -hmm. and, yep. uh, <laughs> Mine sits on her phone and plays solitaire the entire time. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, things that are in-cab distractions are not necessarily uh, the children. It could be the passenger. It could be, uh, um, I won't pick on anybody in particular, <laughs> my wife, <laughs> who changes the song on the radio approximately once every three-tenths of a second. Uh, she actually wears out the the uh, the, the coloring. The, the buttons become blank for changing the channel. 
And I say stay focused on what you're doing. Now, that's a pretty minor one of changing the radio. If you get a phone call, um, it's it's not a good time to take, especially when you're doing these long trips and you're outside of a familiar area. You have family in the car, children in the car. It is not the right time to take a text. The text can wait. The phone call can wait. Agreed. Agreed. And that being said, lots of people like to play with fireworks on these weekends, too. So uh, be careful. Obey the safety rules. Don't buy any illegal ones. Don't point them at anybody. Don't burn your little fingers. Make sure you got time to get away. Now, Dave, I've been a safety guy for spanning three decades now. Uh, it's, it's been a long time. And um, I can tell you that more times than not, which is better than 50% by my statement, uh, I give a similar speech in the 4th of July of don't play with fireworks. Go watch them. Don't play with them. And more than 50% of the time on the Monday or Tuesday after the holiday, somebody has one finger or toe less than they started the weekend with. <laughs> and I was just looking at a um, uh, topped up topped up my time pop, um, um, a family member whose son was playing with fireworks and they were doing a GoFundMe um, to help pay for the surgery to fix his hand after he lost a couple fingers from fireworks. And that was about six, seven years ago. And I was like, wow, it, it affects everybody. Um, you know, they are dangerous. They're, they're fun to watch. I mean, who doesn't like to watch fireworks on the 4th of July or Memorial Day weekend? You know, um, but when you start playing with these things, you add alcohol um, and then you end up with people trying to tie two or three units together old M80 trying to blow something up next thing you know things out of control and somebody's lost an eye or a finger or some child is permanently maimed because of fireworks so uh great uh observation um and this is also the time where we open up pools um our neighborhood pool opens up uh this weekend and uh in keeping with my tradition of hunker down that's this weekend i will not be there at the grand opening of the pool <laughs> Yeah, we don't swim too much. You know, when when my sons were younger, um, and I had that had to work a second shift. There was one summer where we just spent the whole summer at the pool every day. They loved that, um, but not so much anymore. Not so much at the pool anymore. Um, so several years ago, I owned a boat for probably about a decade, and uh, people said, "Hey, you taking your boat out this weekend?" I said, "No." It never hit the water Memorial Day, Labor Day, or the 4th of July. Those were three days the boat was forbidden from going in the water. Now, the Monday yeah. after the 4th of July, the first Monday of the 4th, let's go out there and play all week long. <laughs> but when you get a lot of people in the water and you introduce alcohol, whether it's swimming or boating, and then you use dehydration because people are out there and they're not hydrating, and they're exposed to the sun, and they become fatigued disoriented, drunk, and we end up with all these things. That think. Now, folks, I am not telling you to go ahead and hunker down in the cave like I do <laughs> Memorial Day, Labor Day, <laughs> the 4th of July. Um, by all means, go out and have fun and enjoy yourself, but uh, let's limit alcohol. Let's make sure we're well-rested. Let's make sure that we're paying attention and hydrated during these outdoor activity events so we don't make the 6 o'clock news on Monday morning. I could tell you where I won't be going. To the mall, because in my neck of the woods will be the Coca-Cola 600 this weekend. The the NASCAR NASCAR celebrations will commence. 
and I will stay here in my humble abode, hunkering down, just like Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave's uh, Dave's quiet little hamlet goes from a couple of thousand people to a million people uh, just because people are uh, watching Coca-Cola 600. Dave, I don't know if I ever shared this with you. Um, uh, several years ago, probably I'm going to say 15 years ago, maybe 18 years ago, I, I owned a company. And uh, and uh, one of my clients gave me uh, tickets to the Coca-Cola 600. And I had an employee who literally made my life living hell because I went down to the game. He didn't, or the race, <clears throat> he didn't go to the client site he was supposed to go to. So I had to keep calling him while I'm trying to enjoy going down for the pre-race festivities. And uh, and then when I finally got a hold of him, I'd sent somebody else to do the job. Then he showed the job late. And then he called and complained that I was taking money away from him because I'd sent somebody else there because he was two hours late. Anyway, to make this long story short, he kept doing that until the race started. So he literally did this for like six or seven hours because he was mad because he wanted the tickets. Um, and he ruined my very first NASCAR event going through that. But that's okay. The next day I came back and took care of that problem. <laughs> but I, I had no idea how intense people did. This guy was willing to lose his job because I did not give him the free tickets. Wow. I had no idea how intense that was. But I got to tell you, uh, I went to the game, the race, and the first cars are out there, you know, zipping around and they're really boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, NASCAR fans. <laughs> a little midget racers. It takes them a week and a half to make one lap around there. Then you bring out like the normal cars racing and it takes them a week to get around and i'm like this is the most boring stuff i've ever saw in my life and then at 7 p.m they brought out the big boys and they went wow and i'm like wow this is the most amazing stuff ever yeah it's incredible you know, how fast they are and they're real quiet until they come right by you it's like yeah. <laughs> So I a lot of respect for the NASCAR guys. I went out there with completely the wrong attitude. I was very distracted. And when they came out there, I was like, this is the most amazing stuff I ever saw in my life. Yeah. I was up in rows Z, 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 Z. I was looking down in the blimp. Okay. That's how high I was at, at the stadium there or at the at the, the racetrack. And uh, there was a wreck in turn three where I was sitting. And when he hit the wall, it shook the entire stance. And I was in the highest row ever. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I'm sitting next to God. That's how high I was. I was in the clouds. <laughs> and I said, This oh, guy God was like, I, I got you, Tim. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and then I'm looking down there with binoculars to see the ground. And the guy jumps out and waves to the crowd. I'm like, Yeah, I'm going to fake that one. That should have been a near death experience. But again, those guys are well rested, well hydrated, not having alcohol in their system. They're not distracted by the kids in the car. And that's what you need to consider when you're out driving this weekend. And they have no radio, so nobody's changing the stations. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, they have a radio. Somebody's saying go left, go right to spot it, but they don't have like the, the FM. I hope, they're not, not saying, to our podcast. I hope they're not saying go right. <laughs> yeah, it's all left turn. That's how the uh, guy ended up in the wall. Someone lost the right and said, turn right. <laughs> huh? Do you want me to do this? Yeah, right. Oh, right, no left. That's so stupid of us. That's wrong. But we said it. So we talked about water safety. We've talked about boating safety. We've talked about car safety. Um, uh, this is a very busy weekend for air travel. And a lot of people get their plans ruined because they are stressed out, um, running late. If you have to catch a flight, the flight boards 30 minutes before it takes off. You should be at the, at the airport at least an hour before that 30-minute window. So 90 minutes before your plane takes off, you should be standing in line of security. 
if you are checking three bags at 30 minutes for your flight, you're not going to get it. Now, whose fault is that that you are stressed out? Your own fault. You know, yeah. folks, if you don't know this, I'm in Chicago right now. Uh, I've been in Chicago for the last couple of days. And um, I can tell you, my flight took off at 6.20 uh, yesterday morning, and which means it boarded at 5.50, which means that I was at the airport at 4.50, which means I left my house at 3.50, which means my alarm went off at 3 a.m. Now, why am I doing all that backdating for you? There was no stress for me. You know, I, I cleared security and I have enough status that I boom, boom, boom. So I was at my gate well in advance of that, but I can't always predict that. Because the last time I was here in Chicago, the parking deck was full and the auxiliary lot was full. And I parked five miles away and had to take a public transit bus to get back to the airport. Had I not given myself that hour, I probably would not have made my flight. So if you're flying, allow yourself enough time to get where you need to go so you're not stressed out. The other thing I'm going to circle back around is consumption of alcohol when you're flying can get you in a lot of trouble. As you get a little sloppy, you're up in the air. And if they detect that you're going to be a problem, they will not let you on the flight. And that is the airline's right to sure. deny Private you access. Business. Yeah. Yes. So so don't consume alcohol when you get on the airplane. Be there in plenty of time. I, I I chuckle because I fly so much when I see international travelers show up 45 minutes before their plane boards. They have 10 bags and they're never going to make it. And then they're angry and say the airline's made a mistake that's their fault to compensate me. But, you know, you've got to be at the airport 90 minutes for your, your plane boards. And if you're an inexperienced traveler, you might want to make it two hours so you can clear the system. You know, it's a little different for me because I'm a frequent flyer and I have the uh, status to get through through customs and I have the status to get through any of the, the bag check things. So it goes a little faster, but I still don't count on that time. I assume I'm a normal traveler and I have to go through all the same hurdles of a normal traveler. Is. And so. I'll add, you were probably well rested too, because getting up at 3 a.m., that's that's like sleeping in for you. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to bed at, uh, at 9 p.m. So hoo -hoo, that Ooh. was six solid hours, man. I was living the dream there. So <laughs> how do you even live? I get up in the morning to do this podcast every morning. It is the happiest part of my day, isn't it, Dave? Oh, yeah, I do too. But I'm usually getting up at the right right 10 minutes before I have to be on the podcast, brush my teeth, throw on the coffee and in my seat, ready to rock. All right. So it is Wednesday. We got Thursday will be our last day of the week. So people, let's talk about uh, workplace safety. Uh, when we start talking about people on, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, before any holiday weekend, regardless of Memorial Day, Labor Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, they start thinking more about the fun than they do about the, um, the actual event, you know, uh, working. Um, so, so I tell people, um, now is the time today, Wednesday is the time to be very vigilant on safety. Make sure everybody's focused on their job. Make sure you're doing your, your job safety analysis. Make sure you're doing your, your, your pre-start inspections. Make sure you're doing, uh, your equipment inspection before you operate your machinery. If you're working on the plant floor that you make sure everything is in place because you don't want to be that weekend statistic and keep your mind focused on your job until you punch out at the end of the day on Thursday. Um, those do, are very do an extra things. Do an extra toolbox talk just for the weekend to tell people to be aware. It doesn't hurt. It, it could just be a mention in a huddle meeting too. Yep. But uh, and, always and then, mention it and say, "Hey, look, on Thursday and Friday afternoon, somebody's going to want to get hurt, and their weekend is ruined. So just over. stay alert and stay aware of what you're doing, and keep the weekend and, for the weekend." 
And on the flip side of this, everybody's going to come back Tuesday morning, uh, well rested, well hydrated. Shaking my head no to that. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you some stories of some long weekends in the military where I literally made my first formation uh, still in clothes that I left it on Friday. And, and, and yeah. Um, and so Dave well was rested. standing there with you. <laughs> side by side, brother. Side by side. Uh, so so Tuesday is actually a very dangerous day for workers to come back to work because they're distracted, they're tired, they're fatigued, they're dehydrated. So Tuesday morning is another great time to start. Hey, let's start the day by talking safety. Let's slow down. Let's check everybody out. Do, do a co-worker check and say, hey, this is this is where we need to be at for the week. Let's get our head back in the game. Um, the day before a holiday weekend, the day after, often some of the most uh, catastrophic events are going to be happening as people are more focused on other things. So, yeah, you don't, only ruin, you don't only ruin your holiday. You ruin it for everybody who loves you and everyone around you. Yeah. Um, and and God forbid, if, you know, if you end up dying, then that holiday is ruined for your family virtually forever because forever. that will be foremost on your mind every time that holiday rolls around. Yep. Fact. Yep. Well, this wraps up our episode of Safety Unlocked, The Morning Show. I'm Tim Newbauer. Chad Huffman is off, and that's Dave Bittner. I'm Dave Bittner. Remember, safety is everyone's business, and have a happy Memorial Day. You've been listening to Safety Unlocked, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by Exceed Safety. Visit our website at exceedsafetyllc.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. We want you to succeed. We'll help you exceed. Exceed Safety.